Um, all right, so what turns you on? Uh, what turns me on? Uh, <coughs> huh, yes. Money. Yes. Money. Nice. All right. Such a slut. Fair enough. Tomas? Holes. <laughs> what? Silly. <laughs> 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 what did you just say? You're so silly, guys. Please. <laughs> you asked me what turned me on. He said hoes. Hoes. Okay, that's what I thought. I <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to Combo Series. I'm RJ, a.k.a. Red Travels. And I'm Trevin, the chosen one. Welcome back. Yes, and we have a guest today. Um, this is actually another one of my friends from way back in college, like a, a million years ago. Um, if you guys are looking at this on YouTube, you can see her right now. She's a pretty dope person. We were just trying to remember, like, uh, you know, how we met when we first met. And I was like, I think we had a class. And I was like, I don't know. I just know that we had, like, a group project. And I was like, damn, this chick is pretty cool. Um, my friend Amber, everybody. Welcome. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Yes. Uh, Trevin, did you have any questions? Because, you know, we got to get into the how we met. Yeah, well, we were kind of talking about that just before the show started. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have any questions? Uh, well, I guess I have a few questions, but it seems like you guys have the same questions about how you guys met. You could <laughs> the, the that. conversation you were referencing, like you guys were both like, "How did we meet?" Oh my god! <laughs> right? True that. True that. I just feel like I've known you for so long, and we just started hanging out immediately. Yeah, we we did. We went to parties immediately, and we're dance partners and everything. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you was in the uh, dance club that I started. Yeah. You helped start it. Yeah. <laughs> in college, we started a whole dance club. That's probably it was dope. It was dope. Oh, it was yeah. lit. Mm -hmm. College was lit. I'm telling you. It was. It was. <laughs> uh, so tell everybody where are you from? I am originally from Jackson, Mississippi. And I moved to Alabama for, I think, when I was 15 years old. Went to Prattville High School. Then I went to Troy University, and that's where I met you. And yes. graduated from Troy with a bachelor's in broadcast journalism, and now I am here some years later. Well, what are you doing? Still in Troy. What are you doing now? Right now, um, I'm currently – actually, I have a daytime job, and then, you know, I have my other things that I do, like filmmaking but my yeah job yeah we want to talk about that part <laughs> yes <laughs> the filmmaking yes <laughs> right okay um so the crazy part is is that i didn't get into filmmaking until covid hit <laughs> i think in 2019 uh actually it was october 2019 mm -hmm. uh, i was really thinking about this whole project with starfire and my love for comics like dc comics and I said, I've got to get away. I have to find a way to get through to my audience um, about Starfire. I don't know what I'm going to do uh, because, you know, people love modeling and fashion, and fashion photos. <clears throat> but 
what else can I possibly do? People have been throwing things out at me saying, Amber, you're a great writer. How about you start a show or something? And I was like, okay, that's a good idea. That's something I could possibly do. And so um, with that being said, I teamed up with some videographers who do music videos. And, you know, I gave them ideas. I did nice. some research nice. and whatnot. And then it's kind of like a building process, you know, learning how to write screenwriting and then directing. And so now I'm full force into filmmaking. Got a bang, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. no, I feel you. That's, that's great. It's crazy because uh, Trevin actually came to me. <laughs> Is it, can I tell this, Trevin? Yeah, tell the story. Trevin came to me like, I don't know, what was it, like two weeks ago? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like two weeks ago, he came to me. He was like, I have this crazy idea. And I was like, all right, what is it? He was like, I want to make a movie. I think we have this documented. This was on a podcast. He's we like, I want to make a movie. It. Yeah, we did talk about it on the show. Yeah, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm down. Uh, I want to get into writing, so we're probably going to ask you for some pointers. <laughs> and huh. also... Shouts out to DC, because folks don't be like in DC, but my favorite comic book character comes from DC, The Flash. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I love DC comics. Thank you. I'm still sticking with them. I'm still sticking with them. Mine is Starfire, of course. So. <laughs> She's dope. I saw, I saw the pictures, too, on, uh, I believe, oh. Facebook. Yes. They look dope. Yes. They look dope. Thank you so much. We'll have so more you, coming, too. Who's you have like a makeup artist for it or what are you doing with that? I do. I have two main makeup artists that I stick with full force. Like I stick with them every day, all the time. Whatever whenever I have shoots or any type of film, I stick with Moya. Her name is Moya Richard. Shouts out. She goes by, yes. She goes by Moya Aesthetic. I also work with uh Beauty by Lee. Her name is Aaliyah Burt. So yeah, shout out to her too. Be oh, I know Aaliyah. Yeah. Shouts out to her. Yes, uh, they're both amazing. I mean, seriously, they, they take their craft seriously, and they know how to project, even when it comes to special effects on uh, screen. So I literally have an acting crew, because Moya is one of my actresses. She's Calander in my series, and she's also my um, makeup artist. And she's my beautician, so she does my hair, too. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> That's, That's dope. Cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure there's like a lot more that goes into filming than people would normally realize. What 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 are like two things off the top of your head that you're like, oh, you, there's no way if you weren't in this industry, you would understand about this, or you would even know. Oh, oh gosh, I know you have to have a lot of um, temperance, a lot of patience because I'm juggling multiple roles. I'm not just a director. Because uh, for this entire film, you got to have people helping hands. And being mm -hmm. that I'm starting from the bottom, I'm not only directing on set, I'm doing the casting. I finally have an assistant. I finally uh, well, a casting assistant, director. And I also have a production assistant, finally, on set. But nice. the main nice. thing is, is when it comes to casting, it takes months. Literally, it takes months to get your cast together, and then you have to have your contracts together. And then after that, uh, budgeting, the finances, mm -hmm. uh, it's a lot of stuff that goes into that as well. And so once you get all your budgeting and everything,
everything together. You have to make sure you have your wardrobe stylist. You have to make sure you have your sides together and um, making sure that ooh, it, the script has been like revised over and over again. So it's a lot that goes into it. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> that's, I, that's a general thing, I guess I would say. But the casting, the organizing the things behind the scenes before you even shoot it, that's like the main, that's the meat of everything. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm an amateur, well, I'm not amateur anymore. I guess I, I got, I've gotten paid. I'm a professional actor now. Uh, you know, life flex right there. Uh, yes. I've only been in like two commercials up here, but I, I'm through an agency. But even just those commercials, just commercials, how long it just takes. And I'm only on set for like a day or so. You know what I mean? Um, they, there's people that are behind the scenes that are on the set for like days to shoot a commercial. And even my little parts are just like, all right, let's do this again. Let's run this again. So I feel you with the patience thing. It definitely takes patience. Because you're going to – and a lot of people don't understand that acting actually is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's a job. It's, it's a real job. <laughs> it's crazy. You're an actor now. Yeah. How about that? That is so cool. <laughs> I saw an actor in you too, RJ. For real. Really? <laughs> yes. Maybe we can collab and work together. I would love I mean, to. I would love to. I'm pretty sure uh, old Trevin over there would too. Yeah. yeah. So we actually uh, are starting a uh, uh, production company that I've kind of been. It's not a. It's not a company right now, but it's a production. I would say. <laughs> we it's something we well, got we stuff. Going. LLC the start of twenty twenty one and. Uh, Right now, we just produce like podcasts and people's YouTube channels. We've done, uh, you know what, RJ? The uh, music video with Jay Case, rapper. Yeah. Shouts out. Shouts out. Um, shouts it's out. actually going to come out this week as hey. this is airing. So, um, you know, we've been talking about it all year, hoping, you know, it's been a, a year in the making. So, um, yeah, look out for that. And there's got to be, I don't know where to tell you to watch the music video. Probably on YouTube. But, uh yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just a like a low level production company, but um I decided I want to make this film. I want to make one of those really stupid uh like karate movies. Really low budget, like cheesy ones. I know better what you're than anybody about. else. Yeah. It's gonna be good. <laughs> I can't wait to write that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gotta start somewhere. Um, I know, right? Uh before we go any further. Uh, rest in peace to Debo from Friday. Yeah. I forgot his name. Was it Tim? It's Tiny. Uh, he he went by Tiny. That was his nickname. Rest you know, in peace to him. He passed on a Friday too, which was. Oh damn! Yeah, he did. I don't want to say it was a good thing, but it was fitting. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Um. Um. Let's go back to uh, DC just for a second. Tommy DC Lister. Comics. What'd you say? Tommy Lister, nicknamed Tiny. Tommy Lister. Thank you. Uh, Rest in peace to him. Let's go back to DC Comics for a second. Trevin. Sir. I, I started playing uh, Batman again. You remember I told you I got stuck? 
I'm still not playing that one. I have I have two different ones. <laughs> Dude, I got I can't lie. I got the one I was playing when we were having that conversation. I got stuck and I haven't played it since. Aha. Uh-huh. See? <laughs> it should be hard. You play any games, Amber? You know what? I kind of like put my cape up and, you know, retired from playing <laughs> games. I used to be a major gamer back in the day, but you know what? I still got the juice, though, on Call of Duty. I picked up a controller oh, for yeah. the first time oh, in yeah. a couple of years, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Still got the trigger And I, I realized I was going through my games. I've been sitting at home because I had fucking coronavirus. But <laughs> I've been looking at – it sucks. Um, <laughs> but I've been looking at my games, and I realized I had two different Call of Duties that I've never even played. You don't Real play video games. You, you say you do. That's all. You have. Some. I play one. I played. I've had. I have three Call of Duties. I played oh, one of them. Listen to you. But. You've been home on quarantine with Corona, and you didn't even play the video games. The most you did was think about it. <laughs> what you're telling <laughs> no, me? No, I played Batman. Oh yeah, Batman. I've been playing Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna get a, a a new gen system? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna play games on. <laughs> He always talk about me because all I do is watch, like, Netflix and Hulu. He says he plays his Xbox, but he doesn't. You can see, <laughs> like, you can see when your friends are online, like Facebook. And yeah. you don't play nothing. You try to invite him to a game, he's like, nah, I'm watching Netflix. <laughs> and Whatever. And he'll be like, we should play Xbox. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Did y'all hear about uh, Meek Mill getting under fire, coming under fire? For you what? know what's going on with that? No. Yeah, so people on social media are trying to drag Meek Mill because, all right, so there was this kid. He was in Atlanta. There were these kids selling bottles of water in the middle of December. But um, it's warm out there. <laughs> but it was kids selling bottles of water. Okay. And, like, he pulled up. He gave them, like, 20 bucks and told them to share it. And everybody on social media mad because they were like, oh, you could have gave them more. You could have gave them more. He gave him what? 20 bucks. I remember that. 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah. If you were Meek Mill, how much would you give him? 20 bucks? Because why? I ain't got to. <laughs> People were saying he should give more. That was more. He paid 19 bucks for a bottle of water. <laughs> but I mean, I guess it depends on where you're at. You know. Would you, what would you give him? It depends. It depends on what the circumstances. Where am I? Where you're Meek Mill. You're in Atlanta, and you stop, and some kids. I have a chance to give back to the community. You know what I'm saying? If I'm fucking Meek Mill, but I've also never like been a real like, I don't know, like capitalist. Like, I don't. I disagree with. You know, he's doing movements and stuff for his his city in Philly. If I had, I'm not saying he doesn't. I don't know what he does in his life. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not criticizing. I'm not uh, donation shaming, right? <laughs> At all. <laughs> I'm just saying, me, I don't need a lot of money to be happy. And if I had a lot more money, I think I would give more of it away. But that's just me. That is more of it. Also, I don't have Meek Mill money. So I'm, I'm going to be honest and say, you know, I'm not entirely sure what would happen if I, one day I had Meek Mill money, you know? What, what about you, Amber? that I would still be a nice guy. But you never know. Money changes people. How much would you give, Amber? How many bottles of water did he buy? One. One? He gave $20? Yeah. 
twenty dollars. <laughs> Y'all, I've seen the comments on this thing that you're talking about, RJ, and they were funny. I wish I could recall one of them, but I look at it this way. I mean, even though I may be rich, there are other initiatives I know I take part in, but the funny part, the crazy part is, is look at it like this. You go to McDonald's and you're a celebrity. You pay for a McDouble, but they're like, how come you can't give me like $25 for a McDouble? I'm like, right. McDouble costs like $3, don't it? <laughs> and then That's I give you, <laughs> if I donate, say I donate to McDonald's, and I don't know why McDonald's would want it, but <laughs> I donated to McDonald's, say I donated them $20 for a McDouble. And then they're like, well, how come you give me, couldn't give me $100 for it? I'm like, because it's a McDouble. I'm not like. Miss, and it's my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but hey, like, it is what it is. I mean. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he has other charities he takes part in. Who knows? But I actually was he just looking yeah, it he up. Takes part in my charity. What <laughs> we're talking about, and this came up. Um, Meek Mill and Michael Rubin donate over $2 million to create scholarships. So that's, you know, that's a lot more than $20. So I, like I said, I can't say that he doesn't, you know, do shit like that. That's like, I think they're just trying to hustle him on the street. But there is, I that see a lot of the water there. kids out there on the, on the streets, giving out water, trying to get a couple dollars out of you, which, you know, Hey, buy some water. <laughs> hey, I get. I'm not talking to her. What'd you say, Trevin? Twenty dollars is a lot for one bottle of water. I would admit. Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> and it's for spring water, right? <laughs> it it's not the pH level water. Is it even good, good water? water. <laughs> yeah, it was bottles. I know it. He was thirsty. I know it was bottles. Did you know Meek Mill's probably used to drinking like the finest? Spring water. Yeah, this stuff that they get out of glaciers from the Himalayan waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks whatever Bill Gates is drinking. Uh, did you guys hear about the coronavirus vaccine? Now, the first yeah. they first started administering it in the UK. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, I'm not getting it, but I mean, hell no, I ain't getting it. I don't need it now. <laughs> I don't need it now. I had it already. I don't need survived it. Survived <laughs> once. That's a vaccine. You built an immunity. Yeah, I survived. Um, but this thing came up too. In Australia, they stopped. They're the first country in history to stop like uh, a vaccine administration because it, like, there's been a couple of cases of positive HIV tests in some people that they gave the vaccine to. Wow. Yeah. It goes back to that conspiracy, right? Which one? The, the government created the uh, virus and administered it to people in the 80s or whatever. I didn't know about that. Oh, it's like. Mm-hmm. A- <laughs> 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 he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> he said he's right. <laughs> I just hear that somebody told me that they want to uh, put a chip in it and start chipping people. That shit's. Crazy. Now that's probably ridiculous. No, yeah, ridiculous. Oh, idea. like it's possible. That stuff is possible. They, the say, like, they were like giving out free uh like flu vaccines or something. Um you know, like you go to Walmart and they got a little thing set up, free vaccines, free flu shots. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they were just giving people HIV. Oh, damn. Like population control. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that shit crazy. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse the, the extra uh, voice in the background. That's, <laughs> totally that's my husband. Oh, what's up, husband? <laughs> Um, How's it you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, now I heard about the chipping thing, and somebody was like, they, they were like freaking out. And I'm like, no, nah, just don't take it. But I hear that they are, well, not they are, but some jobs are going to require you get vaccinated. I saw that. And that, that you can do that. <laughs> that's crazy. I would do yeah. a trial if they paid me like a lot of money to try it. Oh no! Like, it was giving out like uh, nineteen hundred dollars in the beginning to do the trials. Nineteen hundred dollars? Is it? Yeah, that's it. To die. To die. They ain't gonna do me. That's how they got black people <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> with the crack epidemic. That's how they got black oh. people. I ain't gonna do that shit. <laughs> I don't need not to mention the Tuskegee experiment. The Tuskegee experiments. Oh, Oh that was even worse. That was a conspiracy. I don't think the government is above doing some shady shit at all. But when it comes to the this vaccine, I gotta say that it's it's a pandemic right now, right? And I see every nobody wants to touch it. Everybody's like, I ain't touching the shit. I ain't taking it. But. They're uh, testing it on old people in the uh, day I saw, and like it was, no, there was like no side effects, and people were, um, there was evidence to say that it had, uh, like it was able to, what's the word? Basically, after one shot, that you could like, that you were safe, pretty much. That's a placebo. That is absolutely not true. They said there's mm-hmm. evidence to back up the idea of that but they said they're confident <laughs> that after two shots you're pretty much fully protected from the virus yeah they they said it has to be too but a lot of people aren't going to go back to get the second one because they're going to feel the what is it called now i'm forgetting the words the uh symptoms of actual covid so they're not going to go back and get the other one to get the other symptoms well, that's what that's happens, what it, right? Because what a vaccine is, it's like a dead version of a virus that so they inject into you so your body learns how to fight it off. So when people get flu vaccines, like it's not unheard of that they feel like they get the flu the next few days. But yeah, that's a lot of COVID talk. <laughs> Moving on. Did you guys hear about? Hey, Amber, did you ever watch College Hill back in the day? What? College Hill. You ever watch that show? No, I have not. Oh, it's good. They're doing a reboot now. They're going to bring on celebrities that want to go back to college. It's basically, Trevin, uh, it's basically kind of like the college version, the black college version, because it was on BET, of the real world. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It was (laughs) celebrities get to go to college for free. That's what I'm. You know. Who who said anything about free? Oh, they're (laughs) a TV show. They're gonna get paid. 
They're going to get free admission to the college because they're celebrities, and then they're going to get paid for the show. That's oh, yeah, to promote the college? Oh, bet, dude. I'm just well, saying. Well, it's going to be HBCU. Some, somebody is going to get paid. Not even just them. I'm just saying, like, you become a – No, I'm telling you. You get rich and you can afford whatever you want. Suddenly, everybody hands you everything for free, right? Just for exposure. But whatever, though. Ironic. I don't know. All I know is if there were cameras like that back in my college days, <laughs> oh, y'all think of me as a whole different person. <laughs> so they're going to go to a real college full of people? Yeah. Wow. That show was lit cool. back in the day. Imagine if they were filming a TV show while you were going to college and you were just a frat boy. You'd do all the crazy stunts, but like be on TV. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> See what I'm saying, Amber? I'm Put just cracking up back here. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, um, in other news, they are making breakdancing an Olympic sport by 2024. I saw that. You're going to get like, hell yeah. It's like, uh, I'm surprised you actually saw this. I, want, I read the news. Okay. <laughs> don't watch TV and shit. Well, um, they're making it an Olympic sport. It's going to be like, um, I forget how many people, like 60 or something like that. Uh, 30 B-boys and 30 B-girls. And then they're going to make like a, make a whole, like, the, they're going to get actual Olympic medals. Yeah, I think that's dope. I saw how that. I think that's kind of cool, but I saw that the dancers themselves are actually like protesting it on the internet. What? An Olympic sport. Who? I don't know. I don't know why. That's just what I saw. Like, which dancers are these? Like ballet dancers? No, like or break dancers. Boys, you know, it's like street b boys. Okay. Like getting online and they're like, "Fuck that! Don't take our sport." I don't know. They're not taking it. What the? This isn't my opinion. I don't. No, but I'm going to attack you like it is. I'm telling you what I read in the headline. And then I read a little bit of the uh, (laughs) – read a little bit of the actual article, and I was like – You read the first sentence. About breakdancing? I I just never have. I'm not a breakdancer. I've been to a breakdance competition once, and that was actually when I lived in Chile. Um, (laughs) It was dope. I did breakdance, too. Well, I mean, I did, I did some stuff. I didn't actually, I could, I wasn't good. (laughs) (laughs) I could show some videos. But I did some stuff. I could plug some videos that are on YouTube that people could go watch right now. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't like spinning everywhere on my head and all this stuff, but I, I I, I break some dance. I could break some dance. (laughs) I think it's dope, though, that it's going to be an Olympic sport. No, that is cool. It's like yeah. representation of more sports. Even though they're going to – I guess they're protesting it or whatever. Uh, I don't know what that is, but that's just – that's what the article that I read about the Olympic breakdancing said, that breakdancers don't want them to take it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you realize you didn't care about breakdancing. It's going to go mainstream, man. <laughs> Keep it on the streets. <laughs> um, 
let's go uh, back to acting because I, I got a question for you, Amber. Oh, hit me. Yeah. <laughs> you, this project, Starfire, do you have a projected release date? And like, if it's gonna, like what platforms is gonna be on? We're still working on that. But so far we have a, like I built my crew up just recently. So now we have a brand new, um, we have two cinematographers. We actually have a third one. Um, I have a production assistant. I have a guy on the boom sound. I have some more lighting kits coming in and lens kits. So we're, um, we had a discussion recently about what we plan to do as far as like um, <clears throat> the process. So we plan on going into production again in January uh, 2021. Nice. Right now we're nice. working with January 30th. Um, and then from that point on up, we will start, uh, I guess, on a two-week basis, three-week basis. We might go back into production uh, for our next few episodes. We have five days already planned out. Nice. So it's going to take, right after we shoot each episode, it's going to take about at least two weeks for our um, cinematographer to go into editing and give us a rough. Once he gets those roughs into me, I think the first week he'll start working on the final. So between two weeks after we film to one month is when we plan on um, releasing. So I don't have a definite date, but we do have dates that we're working with as far as like post-production and how long it's going to take to edit and when we're going to release. Platform is YouTube for now. Okay. Right now okay. it's going to be on YouTube. And I don't know when we're going to cut that off or graduate to Patreon, but there ain't nothing wrong so with far YouTube. it's on YouTube. So you can find us there. Okay. Yeah. And then you said eventually probably Patreon. Yes, Patreon. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. So people will have to yeah. follow you for that, for that information. Yes. Then you have to become a patron in order to watch our uh, episodes. I think I figured out which episode I'm going to put on Patreon, but we'll see what happens. Season one is going to start to really pick up pace. I think by the time we get to episode five, no, actually our next episode, episode three, but we are going to be releasing teasers frequently. Nice. So to bring in the audience and whatnot. So I thought you were making a film. It's a web series, actually. Um, <laughs> it is a web series. Uh, the first season is going to be seven episodes long and then we'll go nice. into the season two okay dope dope so like uh it's gonna be a constant writing thing for you you're gonna have to adapt and evolve const uh, constantly huh absolutely absolutely so far What's... i have go ahead no go ahead Oh, when you were talking about writing, I was saying we have pages and pages of content on quite a few of our episodes that we have to, you know, edit and just go back over and then, boom, go into production with. Yeah, so my question was going to be, what's the hardest thing with writing? What was the biggest challenge, I should say, in writing? The biggest challenge in writing is 
I think in my situation right now, being that I'm not working, see, on a level of Warner Bros. and Universal, they have a writer's room where they have several writers, I guess you can say competing, to um, have their work reviewed and placed, you know, ready to go so that it can be utilized in the, the video, the visuals. But for me, I'm the only one that's writing for this web series. And I also have, like, inspiration, um, people who help guide me, like my husband, who is our fight coordinator. He's also our exec producer, another exec producer. And he helps direct my ideas. Like, so if I have an idea, he takes that idea. Or if he has an idea, which a lot of times it comes from him, I take that idea and I manifest it. Like I put extra elements to it and I say, okay, that's a pretty good idea. Let's try to make this a painting. So it's kind of like he gives some bones and I'll create something out of it or he'll give me an idea. We both work well together when it comes to those kinds of things. And I write it on paper. I have uh, him take a look at the writing sometimes and I just go back over it. We get ideas. Some things like I'll write the entire script out, right, for one episode. But I know that I have to go back over it and edit it and review it. Mm-hmm. I may run into somebody or experience something in the world or something like, say, I'm just on a day-to-day type thing running my errands. And I think about what I wrote. And I'm like, oh, snap. If I were to apply something like this instance inside of this, right, like inside of this piece, it would make it a lot, this much better. Or if I read something and I get inspired, I I go from there. So it's like a constant um, change when writing. The most difficult thing is making sure that you add all of the details, like uh, <clears throat> like the written details from like, say for example, if you have a scene where someone is expressing emotional like a feeling or something you have to get all the details of their reaction and what they do around in their environment so that the audience can see it visually or so that your your cinematographer can see it visually and they can project that through the lens so i think that getting those details out there it really distinguishes a good writer versus a you know, a great writer versus somebody who's a pretty decent writer to write about the character that they're trying to talk about. Okay, that's that's what's up. And so you were talking about painting a picture, um, and you wear multiple hats. As the director, seeing that and attempting to paint that same picture cinem- in a cinematic way, rather than just writing, okay, this person feels this way, so they should portray that. How, how is it different capturing that and trying to put it on film from the paper? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think a good example would be, I'm not sure if you've seen this part in our episode two when we released it, but there's a scene that begins out with, it starts out with me, um, Starfire, and Kalander in a room and we have some sort of like back and forth discussion about um, Donna, Donna Troy, and why is Kalander taking her pe- place? And so that scene in itself, it was supposed to be like one of the most heated parts in that entire small little episode. Mm-hmm. And so 
honestly, I loved how both she and I just came together. And I guess she was a little, she was a little nervous. This is her first time really acting like that. And she, I told her everything's going to be perfectly fine. I, I reminded her of why I chose her to be Galander. And basically knowing how to, it takes teamwork, honestly, if you were to work together with somebody else on set. And to bring that scene together, I said, okay, I have to bring like, an emotional feeling out of you. Like, you have to be, like, almost to the point of being angry with me. And I pushed that moment with her. Like, it's kind of like a tug of war between me trying to bring those feelings out of her without, it's kind of like not being offended. <laughs> I'm trying to explain it. Like if you or I were to do a scene together and we're supposed to be upset with each other in the scene, one of us is going to have to have some type of trigger word or something that's going to make us bring out that feeling on set. So uh, bringing that to life from the paper, it takes like a, it's a teamwork type of thing, especially if you have dialogue between more, more than one character, of course. So yeah, it's, takes a village yeah it does it does it's more than just it's more than just the writer's work it's the actor that has to bring that to life so mm -hmm. and you're in a unique position where you're all of the above <laughs> yes i also need i even said this i said man even though i'm the director i need somebody else on set to help direct me too so yeah it's like i i can't see myself acting you know, I need somebody Word. to see it from their point of view, like their POV. And I like to get somebody else's like ideas or how they feel about how the entire scene was executed. So I was just discussing that last night in my meeting with my music producer. And he's also <laughs> like a production assistant as well. And he mm -hmm. was explaining. We were talking about that as well. Yeah, it's a... Uh... With it, I can imagine it being super hard. That's why a lot of people on TV shows who sometimes if they also direct and it's their turn to, to direct, you won't see them a lot in the episodes because it's hard to, how did you say it? It's hard. You can't see yourself act because what yeah. I think I'm doing and portraying may look completely different on camera and I need to exactly. be able to be directed. Someone needs to tell me more anger maybe or... Uh, wider eyes i need to see your eyes or something you know what i mean so i exactly. understand coming from that that viewpoint <laughs> how long are the uh episodes so the first actually our very very first episode wasn't that long our most recent episode two was nine minutes nine minutes and 45 seconds i think so we're graduating we're moving it up to about 15 minutes, minutes. We want them Not to be 15 minutes, at least now. So 15 minutes plus. 20 minutes. So they'll okay. be between 30 minutes. Could I ask husband a question? Sure. Okay. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good. How you doing? I'm RJ. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you too, Tomas. I'm Trevin. Tomas. Nice. That's Trevin. Nice to meet you, man. Tomas. So you're the fight choreographer or choreographer, right? That's right. All right. At so that's I'm what pretty she much. Me. 
<laughs> gotcha. So I pretty much um, claimed that position for the movie Trevin and I are making. What's your biggest challenge with choreographing fight scenes? Like, what's the biggest challenge of that? Did we lose him? I think he froze. Dang. We shouldn't ask husband the question. <laughs> we should have just kept it on Amber. <laughs> She's his wife. Tell him to, uh, she can answer the question anyway. We can, uh, we can wait a minute. We can talk about some stuff um, if you want. Yeah. So I do have one thing I kind of wanted to like get off my chest. You remember my friend that I went to visit in Arizona? Yes. So we were in Arizona, right? And we were planning like our next trip because she, she's also my travel buddy. Uh-huh. We were planning our next trip. We were like, oh, maybe we should go to Alaska or, or oh, we should go to Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii. Tell me why. Earlier this week, I see her in Hawaii. Without you, bro. <laughs> in hawaii <laughs> i'd be salty about it too <laughs> so i'm just like liking all the pictures and shit right um <laughs> and then like a couple days afterwards okay she's probably gonna come back but a couple days afterwards she was like oh, also i'm sorry that i went to hawaii without you oh hey <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell that story later welcome back uh, we, we, yeah we screenshot you by the way so nice <laughs> <laughs> um so I'll, I'll go back to my question i'll tell i'll finish that story later trevin yeah <laughs> so i'll go back to my question so in a scene what's your biggest challenge creating a uh fight scene what's the biggest challenge for you wow uh where should i start uh, <laughs> the biggest the biggest issue that i have is actually trying to have the energy to go back and forth because you know i'm also acting too as well mm -hmm. so trying to go back and forth and try to keep that same energy throughout the day ah so um it's it's and then of course you know we're doing our own stunts so imagine i'm actually having to show them the moves while we're on set you know having limited time you know and still turning around doing my set mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that's the biggest thing is just having the energy to do it um i think the last set we had i did about four or five 40 yard sprints or <laughs> we even caught the correct one wow <laughs> not to mention uh trying to get behind the scene catching me in the background doing it and if that doesn't look good hey retake so <laughs> do you guys shoot with a uh, multi-cam or a single cam oh is it it's single, it's single but we got multi now so. we have multi now <laughs> but um you know of course you know having really um uh, because this last one i mean we gone this one um most people thought that um you know that was actually the final one but no no visual effects that was all us so in that last uh one that we shot so nah. that was just constant we tried to um get everything in one take um which was 
very difficult. Um, difficult I for sure. I, I still have a bruise right here because I think <laughs> one of the um the kicks came across my my forehead. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, um, it's doing your own stunts is not easy. Um, some of my idols like Jackie Chan, Jet Li, they do their own stunts. That's those are good idols to have right there. <laughs> you know, you know Michael J. White. You know, um, Scott Atkins. You know these guys, they do their own stunts. So it's 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 very um when you you gotta admire stuff like that. You know, not like you know in some of these DC films, you know, someone has to come in for you a stunt devil just to throw a punch. You know what I'm saying? So right. You know we're doing all our own stuff. You know, and of course you know the the hardest thing is trying to teach everyone their own fight moves especially if they don't have any experience i mean a lot of times that's good because the cup's you know empty you know right it sound like you know miyagi right now but, <laughs> you know it's good it's good when they don't know because it makes it easier because you know you can mold them into what you want them to be you know but when they come with their own stuff i mean that helps but um you can run into some difficulty here and there but Right. Yeah, I think that's that's primarily the main thing that wow. we run into. Yeah. That's a really good answer. Really, I just wanted to know that so I can know what the heck I'm in for <laughs> or we're uh -huh. in for when we make this film. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Trevin, did you have a question for Tomas? Uh, not really a question, but just to just to add on to that, I mean, it's incredibly like – hard to uh, bring that energy with you every day. I think just in any kind of acting in a lot of the projects I've made, you know, in most of it, like I'm doing multiple jobs as well. I'm, I'm directing and I'm acting and I'm writing the jokes that I'm saying, and I don't have anybody for all that stuff. I'm handling the camera and the editing. And I think, but with acting, like, you know, just having the energy to be that every day after day, Sometimes you don't want to be, you know, name a character, but you have to, you know, you have to bring that. So <laughs> respect uh, for the project. It sounds amazing. Oh Yeah, yeah big I respect. Know. I got to go uh, check out the episodes. Also, Tomas, last, last one, one, one thing. You know who Tony Ja is? Oh, yeah, that's my boy. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just, I just Tony didn't Ja, he's a, he, Tony Ja also uh, is Funny, I didn't mention him because um, you see what was most impressive and it's crazy. I, I gotta uh, also add this on to um, the Roderick. He's an, he's another guy. Um, I, you casting you have director. it. He's a casting director. Um, I have him here. I just been making faces with him all throughout while you guys was talking. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah, sorry. There you go. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> We get to meet the whole team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's actually, um, you know, got to give him, I have to say something about him because, um, honestly, up. Amber, you know, really wasn't going to got that far without this guy right here because um, he works constantly. Um, when it comes to our research. Yeah, when it comes to research, man, he, you know, so, you know. Big shouts out. Big shout shouts out, out to the guy. Yeah, so. To Big D. Hey. <laughs> That's what Shouts out. Shouts out.
Big D. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Amber, we're getting ready to uh, close this out. I wanted one more thing. And actually, mm -hmm. both of you can, can do yeah. this, this last part. Um, mm -hmm. So if, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this show on YouTube called Inside the Actor's Studio. Yes. Yeah, okay. the cast. I I love. Yeah. Yep, I love that show. <laughs> it is incredible. So at the end of the um, every interview, he gives out these questions, and I'm gonna give these to you guys, and you just okay. answer first thing that comes okay. to your mind. So um, I guess we'll do like since you guys are from the south, I'm from the south. Ladies first on the answer. <laughs> All right. So, what's your favorite word? Absolutely. Tomas, what's yours? Really? <laughs> what's your least favorite word? K. Well, it's really not. It's just a response. <laughs> Text I get it. Response. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> what about you, Tomas? Uh, yeah, uh, that's not an answer, but um. Thought <laughs> 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 it was. That's not an answer. My least favorite word. First thing that comes to my mind. I do not know what, well, I mean, ah, God, I don't, I don't. Um, his favorite word. I can't. Can't. I can't. Okay. That's a good one. Yes. Um, all right. So what turns you on? Uh, what turns me on? Uh, <coughs> huh, yes. Money. Yes. Money. Nice. All right. Such a slug. Fair enough. Tomas? Holes. <laughs> what? Silly. <laughs> what did you just say? You're so silly, guys. Please. <laughs> you asked me what turned me on. You said hoes. Hoes. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. I, I, sure. um, I like how we said that. He, I, right. yeah, do it again. Hoes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I heard what I heard. All right, what turns you off? What turns me off? Hmm. My husband. I'm just kidding. A leech. People who are like leeches like to. Ah, gotcha. Take my money and use me. <laughs> Only your friend when they need something from you. Exactly. I know all about it. Tomas, what turns you off? Um. Like my least favorite word when you say you can't. Ah, nice. What sound or noise do you love? Hmm. Oh, the notification when I get money on my PayPal account. <laughs> That's a good What about you, Thomas? There's a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go back to the whole um, um, <laughs> um, my the What turns me on? Um, so what was the question again? What sound or noise do you love? Sound of noise I love. 
uh, I would say my kids. <laughs> my kids. My kids. Hearing your kids. Nice. Hearing my kids. What sounder noise what sounder noise do you hate? When my kids cry, I can answer that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> when my kids cry, like when Tobiah just cries. Oh, Jesus. I want to karate chop that dude in the throat. <sighs> <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> he yeah. knows it. The Roderick knows. <laughs> The Roderick, what's my favorite cuss word? <laughs> no, it's not. No, I don't curse. Yeah, yeah, I don't curse. I don't. Oh, curse. Okay. If I have to curse, I'll say ass. Yeah, he does. Couple lot of f bombs on set. <laughs> ass, yeah, we ass, do. Ass. We do curse a lot. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> and finally, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Mm, that's a good question. Either one of you can answer. I'm already an EOC. Archaeologist. Hmm. Okay. Archaeologist. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, already I used to like want to be an archaeologist. Yeah, I already like research. I love. I love. You know, I'm a very adventurous person. Anyways, I've done crazy stuff. You know, like <laughs> I've hiked the side of a reef. One of the deepest trenches in the world. I've done that before. Oof. Yeah, nice. it was scary. God, that's a good. Yeah, question. I bet it was. <laughs> uh, it was. A, it was a scary experience. Uh, maybe a doctor. I don't know. Doctor. <laughs> Just say money. Yeah, you know. Money. That's why I said doctor because they make money. So anything that makes a lot of money. <laughs> There's the theme. <laughs> well, do that detective don't make no money. <laughs> we appreciate you both for being on the podcast um you asked them the question what was that he wants me to interview you guys yeah you (laughs) ask the question now yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to do that one day with somebody (laughs) but we we appreciate it before we uh let you go is there anything that you'd like to plug do you want to let everybody know where they can watch the series. Do you want to give out your social medias? What do you want to do? Absolutely, freaking lutely. Yeah. Let's hear it. away. Okay, okay, okay. First up, you can go on our Instagram, visit our page, the official Starfire series, and follow and keep up whatever we have going on. You can also see my personal page where I have all my castings. It's official Amber Ali on Instagram. Our YouTube page is the official Starfire series. And anything else I should add in there? Um, if they want to reach out to anyone, the Roderick. Um, I am the Roderick. yes, I am the Roderick Sally. I am the Roderick Sally. Uh, you guys want to spell that? I A M D A R O D E R I C K S A L L I E. And I'll All put right. it up on the, the title screen as the show ends, too. I'll, I'll yeah, we'll put it up, too. So if you want to send me all of your social medias, we'll put it up here. Um, absolutely. See, I said that Absolutely. Well, unfortunately, we can't give you your favorite thing that you love, money. Uh, this was all free. <laughs> we appreciate you being on the show. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys for listening. We love the shit out of you. I am RJ. 
aka Reg Travels. Go follow us on Combo Series on everything Combo Series podcast. Give uh, give us a like, share, and subscribe, Trevin. Yeah, uh, I'm Trevin. Follow me at the Chosen One on Instagram. Everywhere else, you can fuck off. Um, oh, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I got some pretty funny TikToks. You can follow me at a. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, what is my name? It's a. Uh, U H underscore what? Um, so uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, what? Make a caption. Uh, What's your favorite thing? Holes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that, you guys. Yeah, we appreciate you. Uh, yes, sir, stay yeah. on the line. I gotta finish that story. Thank oh, you yeah. guys Thank for you so being much. on the podcast. Um, Thank you for having us. Yes, I'll shoot you details in Messenger. Absolutely. Oh, dang! I keep using the same word. <laughs> Thank you so much, RJ. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Trevin. <laughs> Thank you so much, Trevin. Have Thank a you. good evening. You as well. Thanks, you too. Bye. <laughs> so, Trevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, where was I at in the story? What you say? I just pulled up to get his air compressor. I was going to tell okay. that story, too. We can keep going, keep recording. Um, okay. But, yeah, which we got to tell this. Um, yeah. So just to finish it off real quick. So she hit me up. She was like, I am so sorry that, you know, I went to Hawaii without you. It, but it was an opportunity came up. You know, I don't know. She got to do a bunch of stuff. She was uh, snorkeling with a whale shark, uh, doing helicopter tours over all over the place and shit. But it was dope. I'm sad I missed out. But, you know, that's fucked there's up. Alaska. There's, there's still Alaska. <laughs> uh, so I got to hear the story about that. Okay. Let me, uh, let me go give him his thing real quick, and I'll be right back. Just talk right, to the audience. Uh, Plug some yeah. shit or something. I'll be like – Okay. Oh, yeah. While I'm here, everybody, thanks for listening and watching and stuff. Um, we really appreciate you guys for uh, – seriously, listening. We are coming up on one year almost where you know we we've been doing this podcast we have a little over 50 something episodes that includes our side series uh you guys remember corona series <laughs> if you are a new listener go back and listen to that also we have merch by the way we've been getting some orders in we're trying to get people their stuff before the holidays um but we have new merch uh go check that out um we appreciate you guys. Oh, and if you want it, just hit us up. If you haven't looked at the pictures, go to our uh, Instagram. It, there We have pictures on there, and that's on Combo Series. I almost forgot the name of the podcast, Combo Series. So go look at that merch. Hit us up on, like, merch. Gmail. Let us know. Yeah, merch. Let us know if you want um, any of that because we yeah. have gotten orders. Um, yeah, this might be your last chance to order them before the holidays, so uh, get them while it's hot. <laughs> I'm a little bit out of breath. <laughs> ah, that's hot. <laughs> um, so yeah, so <laughs> this guy is, is this the story about um your flat tire? Yeah. Okay. So it was just um it was just a little bit low and then I don't know, there's no leak. It, it just went flat. I didn't know that at the time, but whew, there's a lot of stairs here at the uh <laughs> I think I had to go all the way up, and then there's no elevators. 
So. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Victoria had to get a ride to work that morning. So we woke up to it being flat and I was like, we don't have like an air compressor here or anything. There's nothing I can do until I can get to somewhere. Like I can go buy a tire or something, bring it home and put it on. But mm -hmm. so I guess she was just like talking about it at work. And this guy was like, Oh, I'll, I, I get off at four and I can go over there, meet your husband and fix the tire. And I was like, okay, I don't know why this random dude would want to do that, you know? <laughs> like, but uh, he showed up. He he had his he has his little air compressors this big, and just plug it in to a wall outlet, and you can fill up like probably furniture, blow up furniture and stuff. Anyway, he was just incredibly nice i couldn't figure it out i was like trying to figure like what's your angle here maybe i don't think he has an angle he's just incredibly like never meet anybody like that he was like he was like i can take you give you a ride to go fix it we can go buy a new tire i'll buy you a tire i was like i was like why you don't even know me you just like showed up <laughs> he just showed up and i was like we took the we took my truck down the road it held the air in it so after we pumped it up um he, uh, I was like, if it's holding air right now, then I can go pick up my wife from work later. And then if anything happens after that, then I can, you know, I can fill up as long as it's holding air temporarily. I can fill up at a gas station if I need to drive to go get the tire fixed. Right. right. Long story short on that, the, the tires still, I'm looking at it right now on the camera, um, on the security camera and the tires fine. It, I was really surprised for how flat it was that it didn't have a leak, but moral of the story is just you know be good to people i don't know i guess good people still exist in the world man i was really like he he offered me money and shit i was like it, i don't want to if anything like i just feel like i want to be your friend now like you know right <laughs> dude I no i don't want your money <laughs> he's like i don't i don't want the car stuff to get you got car troubles i wanted to get in the way of christmas and and whatever i was like dude so he was just some random dude showing up. Well, he works with my wife, but they're not like, oh, okay. did, did he know you? No. Um, oh, well, my, my wife's a huge gamer, right? So this guy's an actual like serious gamer and he builds PCs. So he's helping her. Like he's given her a list of products that she needs to get for the PC. And then he's going to help her build it. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, that's what's up other than that like they don't hang out or nothing they just like see each other at work and talk about video games occasionally and she was just bitching about the tire being flat and she almost had to walk to work and she got a ride from somebody and he was just like oh i'll go fix it <laughs> like, <"Why?"> <laughs> you know <laughs> i'll fix not it like fuck it and it's not like he's got an ulterior motive with my wife or anything right like because He's like, I'll go hang out with your husband. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe that's all the part of the like plan. that. I'm, I guarantee it's not. Oh. But um, <laughs> I'd be the first one to be worried about it if there was a reason. <laughs> well, you know, good thing there's no reason. Well, uh, I guess we can end it there. Yeah. Um, already kind thanks of for listening to this little good. extra piece, people. So, yeah, thanks for, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Follow my TikTok.
at uh what? <laughs> and Combo Series Podcast TikTok. Yeah. Hey, dude, I forgot we were on uh, Combo Series is actually on TikTok, so you can catch like yes. clips and stuff there. Um, and yeah. fan base. And fan base. Check out fan base and that's the new social media. Follow that. Been going today. Um, we'll see you next next week. Bitches. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>